Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Guess what? It's time for another episode of So I Married a Movie Geek, a.k.a. the Movie Geek Cast. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is here as always. And guess what, peeps? The moment of truth has finally arrived after all these years of doing the podcast. We are reviewing Star Wars. (gasps) What? I know, I know. How have I been living under a rock for the last 40 years? But here I am, out from under my rock. Nice to meet you. Ready to review movie. You haven't even been on this earth for 40 years. True. And let's let's be specific. You saw Star Wars... Rogue a New, One. A New Hope, episode four. Yeah, and... And Rogue One. Yes, we just opposited each other, but yes. Which is now at the theaters. They call it. They also call it Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Apparently, it's a standalone. But when we saw it in the theater, the only title card that came up was Rogue One. So I'm confused. I was going to ask you about that, so I'm glad that you brought that I up. I don't know. <laughs> Justin is kind of like I call him my resident Star Wars expert. He's not by like any means. He's shaking his head. He's not by any means like an actual Star Star Wars expert. Like, he's certainly not, like, up there in terms of the Star Wars nerddom. He doesn't know all his shit. I am not an expert. Not even. I would just, like, I'll make shit up. Just, like, she'll ask, like, what's that? And I'll be like, that's a globoglorp, <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, now I know you're making it up. What? This is how I have to find out? Not everything. Okay. Well, that's I'm helpful. I'm definitely not. I'm a... Uh, I'm not one of those fanatics. You're not that, a super fan. You're a fan. That's, seen all, that's read all the books and you read the little all golden the TV books series. I have read the golden books for our kids. It's true. <laughs> kind of, it, it's more simplistic um, that way. Okay, but, well, Justin, yep. tell the truth. Have you learned anything or gleaned any insight that you didn't already have or know from the little golden books? No. Ah. No. Oh. I feel like the little golden books are speaking French to me. I read them and it's like, General Lord Palpatine does blah, blah, blah. And look at him. He looks like a deranged octopus. And I'm like, that's great. And I know nothing. I don't remember that part. <laughs> sounds amazing, though. It was somewhere between episode 17 and 18. So basically, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, like everyone else, we went to see Rogue One which was like our first time in a movie theater in months. Shout out to our friend Lindsay for babysitting both of our kids for us months. and her own kid. <laughs> we, we almost wanted to extend and escape to a different state altogether on vacation because we were so excited we, by it. We basically dropped the kids off and we were like, bye, we're going to Vegas. See ya. They didn't even know we had left, by the way. They were so happy to play. So we saw it at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Because that's what happens when you have kids. You get up at like 5, so 9 a.m. is like lunch. Most people would have been like, ugh, 9 a.m. But at least I was like, yeah. 
yes, let's do this. He was Justin coffee, was super Star excited. Wars. We were parking. He's like, I think I need more coffee. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, and it wasn't even because you were tired. You just were genuinely that excited. You were amped. Oh man. I was so amped for this movie. So, Justin, usually you shy away from reading critics' reviews or anything like that before we see a movie that you're looking forward to because you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Did you do the same thing with this? Pretty much, yeah. I saw the like the trailers and stuff, and it was hard not to escape people's like headlines and general tweets about it. But other other than that, I pretty much stayed away. So then, without knowing what everybody was saying in Twitterverse or whatever... What did you think this was going to be about going in? Because you watch trailers, you're you're big on that. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see this? Well, I knew this was about like this movie was basically a very well made fan fiction film that connected to A New Hope and explained, you know, how the rebels got the the blueprints for the Death Star. So right, like there was a reason that it was so easy for them to blow up this behemoth of a uh space you know killer spaceship and this movie kind of explained okay this is why it was that easy you know there was a dad who loved his daughter and he did it on purpose so expectations versus reality mm-hmm. what were you were you expecting this film to be either as good as bad as indifferent whatever as it was what how did it shake out for you um I uh, I thought it was better than I thought it was good. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, there was like rumors that there were problems with it and stuff. And I don't know if that colored my opinion of it. But I thought it was fucking awesome. You know. And that's just me. So it exceeded your expectations. Probably so. Yeah. I mean, you were sitting next to me. Could you tell that I was feeling it? You were jazzed. I was... I'm an annoying person to go see a movie with, man. No, you're not. Not at all. I was like grabbing Chrissy's leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like loudly, loud exclamations. The thing and- with Ju- no, no, he's exaggerating. The thing with Justin, he's so subtle in his everyday life that for him, grabbing my knee is like a big show. He's like, oh, like he grabs my knee like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so hard to sit next to him. Like, yeah, man, that was really hard. Can't believe you grabbed my knee like that. The big climactic point. Holy crap. That's it. I want a divorce. Well, I mean, we're not going to see a Leo movie. You're not grabbing my leg, so. At a Leo movie? No. I don't think I'm grabbing anything but myself at a Leo movie. Whoa. TMI, (laughs) Chrissy. (laughs) Don't want to know about that. Just saying. Yikes. You did take a picture of me kissing Ryan Gosling in the Arclight lobby before we went in. Don't try to sway away from the fact that you're talking about <laughs> touching yourself in a, a Leo movie. I did always enjoy Pee Wee Herman. Anyway. So did he. <laughs> so did you. Touche. Um, oh, yeah. But so, okay. So, obviously, I told you I fucking loved it. What'd you, what did you think, Chris? So, this is basically in a roundabout way. So... I thought Chrissy had seen all, all the Star Wars movies and she kind of glossed over the fact that she hadn't. And Chrissy's, I've seen the Star Wars movies is like, Oh, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Like I'm at somebody's house and I see five minutes and that equals Chrissy's seen it. No, no, no. no. I'm like, I was, the- I was at Walmart shopping with my mom and it was on those, you know, the line of television screens and I watched like a couple scenes. Um, and- first of all, my mom and I would not shop at Walmart. Second. Uh, no, it, 
I feel like the girl in um, that famous kind of Star Wars that came out a few years ago, the girl who really had never seen Star Wars, but her friend animated it all for her based on her description of events. And she was like, I mean, I've seen parts of it. Like, that's how I felt going into this. Like, I've seen parts of it, like enough that I could probably piece it together. Now, having actually seen it, I'm like, yeah, probably not. I probably couldn't have pieced it together ahead of time. I feel like you sit on the throne of lies. Like if I if this chintzy lightsaber was real, I might have to like slightly rub your leg with it. Well, th- ooh, like ooh. oh no! Don't be a bad audience member. Don't rub my leg with that lightsaber of yours. This, this is like a Leo movie, Chrissy. Put away your lightsaber, it's, Justin. It's inappropriate. It's purple. <laughs> yes, it is. Glad it's not red. So, also, I think I have a um, as we've discussed discussed in the past, a memory problem. So, no. I mean, right? I could probably listen to the first 100 episodes of this podcast and it would feel new to me. I Half the, of the things we've watched, I have no memory of. Like, I could go back and be like, I know I saw it, but I couldn't tell you anything that happens in it. So, vis-a-vis, the only other Star Wars movie that Chrissy's definitely seen front to back is Force Awakens. And I barely remember that. What is wrong with you? I remember what happens with... Um, Kylo Ren. We just saw that last, like, earlier this year, right? And I remember like the three kind like of protagonists, April. but I and I can't, but I couldn't tell you like what moves the plot along or what happened in the end. Like I don't remember any of it. Like the sands of time, <laughs> your your memory. These are the days and of brain our lives. Cells are. I voiced this to you the other day in, in not in a movie way, but I told you I was worried that when our kids get older, they're going to ask me things about their childhood. And I'm going to be like, I mean, I remember you like to dance, but like I, I won't be able to remember specific events about them. Well, I guess so. The, the podcast has several different functions. One is making <laughs> you watch these movies that you've never seen before, but should have already seen. And number two, we're getting this on record. So when your mind is a gooey ball of nothing in terms of memory, you can go back and say, oh, that's what Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is about. I have no idea what it was about. We did a podcast on it. You just said that. I'm like, I know I saw it. I know Keanu was in it. Can't remember anything about it. So Force Awakens earlier this year, (laughs) Rogue One now. So what do you think of Rogue One? I really, really enjoyed it. For real? Yes. Granted, I don't remember much about The Force Awakens, but I feel like this was a great, quote unquote, first, second Star Wars movie for me to have seen. I was doing all that lead up to say, so... Compared the only two movie Star Wars movies that you've seen already, and you're this like, I, I don't even remember <laughs> April of 2016. Apparently. I don't. I really don't. So that being said, I wished, I wished this movie would have come out a long time ago because it would have got me more interested in the universe of Star Wars and like how it all works and who's what and why. Because we left this movie, and my first thing I said to you was like, well, what happens now? Like, do they end up ever actually like? blowing the up plans. the Death Star? Yeah, and you were like, oh my God. I was like, shut, I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> you were. You gave me that look that you give that sometimes is like, are you fucking serious? You fucking idiot. Well... And I'm just over here like, meh, 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 meh. I mean, you don't remember Force Awakens, so, but, spoiler alert, there's been several different Death Stars that have been, you know, destroyed. There's more than one? There's been more than one. Yeah. What? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, they're like, whoa. I mean, we already have the blueprints. 
you know. So they just make another one? They just make another one. Do they leave out the fatal flaw? (laughs) This is important. Well, now that I know that I've got you on the hook to finally watch some, I'm not going to, like, divulge all the secrets. No. Let's go there, shall we? No. So, okay. So, let's talk about Rogue (laughs) One. So, general feelings about Rogue One. A, I thought it was fucking rad. Like... What made it rad? Um... Substantiate your feelings. Like, you know how you go and touch yourself in a Leo movie? Like, oh boy. <laughs> there were parts on. of this movie that moved me in my nether regions without having to touch myself. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the movies had like an magnets, inter- and yeah, it like, was like, like I was using the force to, you know. <laughs> oh boy. This is the most selfish use of the force I think I've ever heard. You know what? They what? never talk about that. And that's that's sad because think of all the young people that they could educate by talking about, hey, if you want to use the force to masturbate yourself, like, you just do it. Just I am one with the force. The force is with me. I am one with the force. The force is with me. Uh. I am one with the force. The force is with me. <laughs> Especially, especially the guys that turn uh, turn bad and like use the force in the wrong way. It's because they have a lot of built up anger and they yeah. just need to get let into it BDSM. Out. The BDSM, yes, yeah. that will be an outlet for the dark side of the force with like lightsabers and stuff. Yes, that can be really dangerous. So, okay, so real quick, I have to apologize in advance because I don't know a lot of the character names. I'm really bad at that. So that's okay. Surprise, so surprise. I was about to give my general. So my general thing is thought it was fucking rad. If I had to pinpoint pro issues and I'm the kind of person that if the movie's like fucking rad as a whole and it has little parts that are just like, you know, nonsensical. No, not nonsensical, but like there's it's obviously not a perfect movie. There's, there's no, what is so the the first third of it is kind of an issue like a it's got problems. I agree. And the the main number one, the 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 whole first scene of meeting the main character Jen as like a young kid and the dad, um, I thought that was very effective. Before we anybody goes further, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you should know and simple and like compared to what came after it in terms of okay, she's been left under this you know secret rock. You know, her her mom's now dead. Her dad's been abducted. What I was going to say this is, is that this is the movie. Spoiler City. <laughs> oh, well, dude, if if, if you're doing this podcast, that's what I was literally just about saying. You're like, so then their dad is dead, and then this. <laughs> well, that's the first fucking five minutes. So sorry to spoil the first five minutes, but yeah, this is going to be a, a spoiler episode. Big there's, time. There's no way. It, it'll kind of be, yeah, I mean, unless you just want in to case be you 15 minutes on of just general, just like, this was awesome, but can't tell you much about it. Go see it. Um, so like that introductory scene I thought was r- really great and, and sets a great tone um, for the movie in terms of who she is like in her inner core. And then they have that really great bad guy character of Krennic, uh, played by Ben Mendelsohn, who, um, 
is the like snipe like you know who I'm talking about? We're we talking about the guy who's like the commander. The, yeah, like okay. the, who's like the the guy that like I need. I need more recognition, that guy, basically, yeah. throughout the movie. The guy who's like, I will blow up of everything because I can. And they were like, well, not everything. You don't have to blow up everything. <laughs> and he's like, but I do. Yeah, that guy. Did he say that? Pretty much. Remember, he wanted to blow up the entire planet. And they were like, how about just the city? But then it turns into, like, I swear they go to, like, seven different planets in the span of, like, ten minutes. It's Thank like, God for Chirons. I did. They did have Chirons. Thank God. But after like the the fifth or sixth one, I was like, I'm not going to remember all these planets. But I at don't least know where they are. no. But you know, it's not a matter about her looking for Galen Urso, right? And I, I don't know where. I remember his it's name like, either. Where in the world is Galen motherfucking Urso? He goes from here's the thing. So this planet in that one. Where is he now? Oh, he's on Judah. Wait, it's not Judah. What was it? <laughs> not Judah. <laughs> so it was like, Jodha? slow down. Jodha. Slow down. Jabba? I need a, a Star Wars travel agent to keep all these straight. Jabba. So here's the thing. It doesn't matter about like the names of the planets. And However, they're, throwing, they're throwing out names of people that like I don't know. The, I mean, most of the people in this movie, you've this is the first time you meet them. And so there was no basis of like, oh, now they're talking about this. I was just like. I don't know who that person is. I don't know where they are. Well, that's I'm just how I felt. To catch up. That's how I felt watching A New Hope, except without Chirons. Like they kept going from planet to planet, and no Chirons told me at least that they were moving to where they were going. Pissed me off. And the other thing was that they're like blah blah blah. This person blah blah blah. Jabba blah blah blah. Where's the, where's this person? Do you mean Leia? And I was like, isn't her name Leia? And I, I just I just like flash the saw a picture of you hell? like a protesting in front of Skywalker Ranch with a sign that says more Chirons, please. <laughs> like they are super useful. Okay. Just saying. Uh so were you on the same page? Were you kind of like thrown and confused about yes. where, where where we are? But but with the caveat, right? yes. But I expected to be confused because this is not my universe. So you, no, it's not but my wait. Universe. Well, but dump me in here, knowing like this is so far out of the realm of anything that I'm used to looking at or, or perusing. I expected to be a little lost. I was kind of like, well, I don't know who that person is or this person or that moved quickly and now they're here. You know, vis a vis, it's the Star Wars universe and I'm just in it. And so I, I forgave it because I expected that it was my own shortfall of like not being able to follow. I assumed every super fan in the audience was following just fine and it was just my own shortcoming. I think it was excessive. I mean, I don't want to compare it to Force Awakens since you don't remember that. <laughs> it was months good. Ago. But I don't think it was the same way with that one. I think it was, uh, you know, they kind of took their time more with that one in terms of introducing where, okay, we're, we're in this, we're on this planet and, we're going to meet and kind of introduce you to this person or these two people and kind of give it some time where this one is like, once they got done with the the kind of first scene with her as a kid and flash forward, it's like, okay, we're in this planet and this dude's doing this and there's explosions here and then smash cut to this other planet with these people you don't know. That's what I meant. Like, But, but I, again, thought it was my own shortcoming because my brain is wired like a 1998 PC with a recycle bin. You're not wrong. That's a, basically, you're not wrong. So, Thank you. I feel better. Um, so the first third and then... Um, 
there's just a lot of characters and there's a lot of people. I feel like for me, I of, had to just focus on Jen. I was like, just focus on her. Forget everyone else. They're kind of superfluous. Focus on Jen. One of those issues where there's so many characters that some are bound to get short shrift in the characterization and, you know, kind of deepening of who they are. But and, it does. A lot of times I've, I felt like the, the ones I wanted more from were my favorite characters. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then, okay, again, we're talking spoilers, huge spoilers. It ends up being one of the movies where everyone dies at the end. Everyone and you're dies. Like, oh man, he was, I wanted more time with so and so. Well, I was literally uh, just—it was literally just going to say what, what the word that came out of those. It doesn't matter because Ev, and then I didn't get to say it. I was going to say it doesn't matter because everyone dies. Spoilers, but everyone dies. Literally everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an, this is a different type of Star Wars in that way. I mean, I kind usually of enjoyed s- it. It was dark. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Darkness. Well, because, you know, okay, this is actually a good example. And um, we're because we're comparing and tra- contrasting a little bit throughout with New Hope. Um, there were several times in A New Hope where I was like, you know, they're battling. And I'm like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And in my head, I'm like, no, but they have to make it out to further the story along. I know that Leia doesn't die in a dungeon. I know that Luke eventually, like, wins the day somehow so knowing those things are like towards the end that everybody wins to me it's almost like it's just how does it get to the win how do we get to the win so with with this movie i actually liked that i was never quite positive if they were going to actually make it out like i was like they, i mean i guess they have to get these plans out because there's like a billion more movies after this and yet i'm doubtful right now if they're gonna make it out and then when everybody was dying i'm like maybe they don't make it out like this is kind of cool I like it when it goes against my expectation. That cool. That cool. That cool. Um, so before we get to the things we liked about it, any any other things that you... I'm the main one that said the things that I didn't like about it. Other than the, the first third, and then the fact that there's so many characters that a lot, a lot of them are really threadbare. Like... Mads Mikkelsen, that guy, the guy that plays uh, Galen Erso. Oh, they spend so much time like talking about him, and you know, not seeing him as much. And you're like, okay, when they finally get to him, something's gonna happen. There's gonna be something big happen, or you know, there were a couple. And then it's like, wah, wah, wah. there were there were a couple of acting and writing choices throughout that. To be honest with you, I probably won't be able to pinpoint well now. But when they happen in the moment, I I kind of want to look around the theater and be like, wait, for real? For real? Like, that's passable? And um, Were you looking around when I was like crying like a huge baby several times during this movie? Uh, there were a few times where I was wondering if you were crying, swear to God. And I couldn't look at you because I didn't want to embarrass you. And I was like, maybe he's not crying. Oh, totally. totally. What, what parts did you cry at? I already at? talked about it with some, some friends on Twitter. I totally cried at least when? like three times. When? Because right. I had one in mind. I'm curious. Go um, ahead. Let's see. The f- one time was uh, basically my f- my favorite character, and it seems like already a fan favorite in this movie is, and that's another thing about this movie is other than Jen Urso, which they say her name like 17 20, million 20 times. times. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's fucking Jen Urso. Definitely. All these other people, like they uh, might have say, said their name once. I know exactly and, what part you're thinking and, and of, I, and I don't know his name either. And maybe I missed it or something, <laughs> but his name is Shirut or, or something like that. 
He's the stick man. I'm like, stick man's got fucking game. Like, blind, blind stick man. I was just calling him blind Asian ninja. Like, he is badass. He's a badass. But the first scene, and everybody knows it, when he actually gets to prove how badass he was, was one of those scenes that I simultaneously grabbed Chrissy's leg and, like, I, like a single, like a tear of, like, happiness. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I've been waiting for something like this in a Star Wars movie. And like, and it's happening. And it, it, it maybe lasted like 30 seconds, but in my mind, it lasted like 10 minutes because it was in like slow motion. I was like, Oh my God. You did love that part. That character. And he, he didn't, I don't think he got enough to do, um, in this movie, but he was awesome. I think his death was tragic. He, he was, you know, he was a character who wasn't a Jedi, but he was very respectful. And um, how do we know he wasn't a Jedi? Huh, I told, thought he. No, he said he wasn't. Are you sure? No, he said several times. Did he? But he was like a. Um, he was like a. Uh, Just a fanboy of the Jedi, a monk, like a yeah, fanboy monk of the the Force and the Jedi. I really thought he was like an ex Jedi. His love and like respect of the Force and stuff, like, took him from being. Uh, you know, a blind guy, how he, I, did he talk, I didn't see him talk about how he became blind. No, I assumed he was like, a Jedi and became like, blind through that. But then I became a badass because of my love of the force and like. I must have missed that. Oh, man. That was, so that was number one. The second one was when, um, when uh, Galen Urso, they finally found him and he instantly died. I cried when he died. And I was like, well, cause any, Anytime there's like a father daughter thing where like, yep. like I did this for you, but now you're here, and she's like, "Daddy, no," and I'm like, "Oh no, there's I can't stop." I it. can't. I, okay, is this just a parent thing? Because I feel like I might not have cried as hard before I had I was like kids. Fighting it back, like several times this movie, I was I felt like I was an Inside Out again, fighting back the Bing Bong tears. I'm like, "No, Bing Bong, Bing you're not gonna Bong. do this to me again." <laughs> Climb out of the pit. <laughs> Get on your wagon. <laughs> So blind blind stick man guy kicking ass. Uh Gaylor or so finally dying once they find him. I'm so glad you said it because that's when I cried. I was sitting there and I and I I the tears started and I don't know why I have a weird thing about crying in front of you in movies for some reason. Like Oh, bring it on, man. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that. After twelve years of being together, I, I mean, never I'm mentioned six, that to you before. Dude here saying, like, oh, I totally cried several <laughs> I know you times. Did. But I feel better because this happens often to me when we're watching movies where I'm like, Can't let him see me cry. It's a movie. Don't don't do it. Don't cry in front of Justin. Out, man. So I've never told you this, but in 12 years of watching movies together, I try deliberately not to cry in front of you because I don't want you to be like, why is she crying in a movie? How dare you? So I don't. Let it out. And there I am. I'm sitting there. I'm watching her be like, dad, dad, no. And I'm just like, <laughs> like trying so hard not to cry. And I'm trying desperately to look at the corner of my left eye towards you to see if just in case you're getting tugged by the parental heartstrings as well and like not trying to cry but you i couldn't tell and you looked through my watery eyes and you looked like you were just looking straight forward i was like he's not crying it's just you you're crying stop crying i'm not crying and then <laughs> well number one i don't know why you went that long thinking that you couldn't cry in front of me movies <laughs> Because I've definitely cried at movies and talked about it and, you know, <laughs> created a warm, like, trust tree that we can talk about this together. I am a strong woman. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the final, like, the the final, like, third to fourth of this movie, which 
Quite possibly. I mean, I'll, I want to see this movie as soon as possible. I want to see it. Like, You're going to take my mother like to see this movie. We're walking out, and I'm like, I want to walk right back in. Like, it's like a, you know, <laughs> circular course. Circular course um, is probably my favorite, you know, Star Wars moment slash sequence of all time on, you know, Planet Bahamas or whatever that was. <laughs> Planet Miami. <laughs> I was like, Miami. That does not look like Miami, Chrissy. Oh, it doesn't? It looks like something in Florida. No, the Keys? That's, that's more Key-ish, but um, I just thought it looked bohemian. I was like, if I'm going to be a stormtrooper, like, put bohemian. me on Planet Bahamas. Oh, that's what you mean by bohemian. I thought of like Moulin Rouge bohemian, and I'm like, that does not look bohemian to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not at all. Um. But yeah, all that on that planet and um, uh, the space battle that they cut back and forth with at the end. I was just like, I cried several times during that sequence. I will tell you what. This is one of... There was K2SO, which... Oh my God. So every time they they introduce a a new robot in the Star Wars universe, I'm just like side-eyeing them basically. I'm like, you ain't R2-D2, (laughs) you know? Don't try to win my love. That's what I had with BB-8, and I was like, yeah. "I was like, damn it! Ah, I'm in love with BB-8 now." And so <laughs> I did this, like this robot, I was like, "Who's this tall motherfucker? Like, who's this tall drink of water robot?" And then, you know, quickly, you're just like, "Okay, CP who?" I was like, "I love this robot too." <laughs> damn, I was like, "This robot." I swear to God, I can't believe you said this, Chrissy. But Chrissy like <laughs> leaned over. She's like, "That robot's you." <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of you. He's tall like you. He's funny and quick and smart like you. And he says funny shit like just like out of the blue like you. He's oh. just trusting like you. K2SO is pretty awesome. So he's the robot who he was, uh, I guess, with the Empire, uh, rebel forces kind of abducted him, reprogrammed him. And he, now he's the robot that kind of gives you probabilities of if you're gonna die at every moment basically nobody wants the probabilities they keep reminding him they're like no we don't want to know it's fine um so and he was awesome so when he spoiler alert met his end i was like oh my god that was another cry moment that was another one of those like no not Kay, no and i felt really sad all these people around us must have thought we were like the softiest softies (laughs) ever well it's a 9 a.m showing so everybody brought their kids luckily i wasn't like (laughs) ugly crying or anything it was no. just like tear just like tears silent like, tears like <laughs> but everybody's kids were sitting there like shoveling popcorn around us i'm like who brought all their kids to the 9 a.m showing of star wars <laughs> i don't know oh, you know what i have to give this movie a doobie not dubious actually a good <laughs> a doobie no, <laughs> a doobie <laughs> i was gonna say a dubious decision. several doobies up <laughs> yeah but then i realized it's not dubious at all it's an actually nice distinction um this movie ranks among the movies that I like enough that I want to see again and multiple times because I know that my memory cache is the equivalent of a recycle bin, like I said, on a 1998 desktop. And so I need movies that I like, I, I like by seeing uh, in repetition. Uh, a good example of this is The Martian, which is something we saw on the podcast uh, last year. And I knew I liked it at the time. And it was one of those that I was like, this is one that I will watch, watch again when it's on. And I do. I love your memory so good that you think that we had the podcast last year. Earlier this year. 
Anyway. No, we didn't. We have never talked about that movie on the podcast. We totally watched, talked about The Martian on the podcast. No, we didn't, Chris. Really? No. Oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> but we saw it, and I liked it, and I thought, fuck, I have to see this again, or I'm never going to remember it. I'm just going to remember that I liked it, which is, you know how like that, that stupid quote that people say in inspirational things where they're like, you'll never remember what people say, but people always remember how you make them feel. Stupid. But... I feel that way about movies. Like, I can't remember things that happen in the movies, but I remember that I like them or don't like them and kind of a little bit, like, feeling-wise why. Anyway, really like that. And now I watch it every time it's on, and I feel like, in a way, not like I'm watching it for the first time, but close. <laughs> and I go, oh, God, this is such a good movie. Like, I love it. And now I really get to know it. This is one of those that I think we're going to actually do, where when it's on, I'll voluntarily watch it again. And probably again and again until I actually understand who everybody is and can actually walk my brain through the plot without having to ask you who everybody is and what's happening after I've seen it three times. Awesome. That's exciting news. For me, that's a good review. And then we, we can cosplay together and go to Don't Star Wars it cons. Too far. It's too far. There's a line. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brooklyn know. will go with you, our daughter. Ugh. Brooklyn's gonna love this movie so she will love it. Um, she might cry a little bit. So, <laughs> so we so talked fun. about how we how much we cried, or or tried to stop ourselves from crying. Yeah. Oh no, wait, I was getting about the writing earlier about the writing and the acting choices periodically. Yeah. Um, there's okay. So there's a scene in the movie where Jin has to basically like inspire the rebels to keep rebelling because mm-hmm. they're they're like these close to saying you know what rebelling is over we're dropping that we're not going to do that anymore and she has to step up and be like but isn't this worth fighting for and like give an inspirational speech is this like the big group or like the subgroup that no the big group the big group says no the big group and then the small group's like but hey what the hell (laughs) right no i'm thinking about the big group she sits she stands in front of the big group and she like kind of bumbles her way through I think what is supposed to be an inspirational speech. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of hold all inspirational speeches up to the standard of who, Justin? I, I, I'm I'm thinking that you wanted uh President Whitmore in Independence Day one, yes! but instead you got President Whitmore in Independence Day two. Oh my god, I love you so much. I want to marry you all over again. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Hundred percent, kind of extreme because President Whitmore was like basically on heavy prescription drugs <laughs> and you know yeah. didn't know where he was into <laughs> right. So Jin, get yourself together. But but that's exactly I was so I was like oh here it is here's the President Whitmore moment everyone's gonna be inspired they're gonna go for the shit because at this point I was like this is a good movie so therefore good things will happen during this time and it it, it was like a so deflating got this balloon star in it. It's it kills people and we gotta go and we gotta kill it first. Let's go. What does she say? She says, Oh god, it's gonna kill me now because I obviously wasn't writing notes, but um she says something where she's like, You just you take a chance and then you keep taking the chances and until and I'm like, until everyone dies? Like what are you where are you going with this? And she's like, Until they're all spent. And everybody looked like they were super inspired by it, but I I wanted to stand up and look around the theater and be like, "Is this is this good?" I wanted more badass moments for her in, in this movie. That's that's the difference between her and um. And I understand that it's a diff- whole different character, and 
Ray in the Force Awakens is got the officially got the Force behind her and stuff with uh, <laughs> your shrug emoji over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. I was, but I was like, basically, when like your your biggest hero moments involve you climbing this huge data tower, I'm just like, eh, you know, yeah. I, I want some, I want some more lightsabers in this movie. Yeah, there weren't a lot of lightsabers. That's true. Um, but she was just such like a rebel without a cause too. She's like. Uh, throughout the first half, if not the first two thirds of the movie, she's like not tied to the cause. She's doing it to find her dad. You know, even when people are like, don't you care about like what's going to happen? She's like, doesn't matter as long as you keep your head down. Don't look up. And in my head, I'm like, lame isn't out. I'm like, look down, look down. Like, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, Let's talk about one of the most controvers- controversial uh parts of this movie is the uh CGI recreations of certain actors from A New Hope. Yeah, WTF, man. Wow. Chrissy of course hadn't seen A New Hope before we saw Rogue One. Yeah. And didn't know about uh Grand Moff Tarkin, which is Grandma Tarkin? <laughs> Grandma Tarkin. Grand Moff, M O F F Tarkin, who is the. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> the the big, the baddie, you know. The guy uh, with the cheekbones. The guy with the cheekbones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who you didn't know was completely CGI. I want you to know forever now he will be known to me as Grandma Tarkin <laughs> with the cheekbones. Grandma Tarkin. So, a lot of people had problems with his CGI-ness uh, and um, Princess why? Leia at the, the, you know, that final like, yeah. five seconds. Why are there, why, why problems? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. They, they good to too, me. Too uncanny valley with the, the fakeness and the eyes. And obviously they fooled you. I mean, truly. Did you even notice? No. No. Well, obviously, Carrie kind of Fisher. I like, and I haven't even seen this movie, but the BFG, that that giant movie with Steven Spielberg, I was like, kind of looks like the BFG. No, don't know what that is. It's a movie. Steven okay, Spielberg, sounds giant. good. Nice. No. Nope. Not no idea. None. So it worked for you then. I, I mean, it's better than James Cameron's shot at it in Titanic when they're running down the 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 hallway like towards the gate that's about to flood, and like they CGI their faces onto the running stunt doubles. Well, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I even knew then. I was like, mm, nope. <laughs> I mean, in terms of Grandma Tarkin, um, Grandma Tarkin. In terms of Grandma Tarkin, <laughs> I was kind of iffy about the like the ethical weirdness. Is he of dead? It. He's dead. Oh, so, so they had to, you know, obviously get his rights from his family. I assume. And then use... Do they get paid? Who? The family. They had to have, I guess. I would assume. In They're going to get multiple copies of Rogue One on Blu-ray once this comes <laughs> out. <laughs> Don't you miss Grandma? I mean, Grandpa Tarkin? So they Here had, he like, is. The digital, like, you know, his face and, like, body and stuff. And then they had someone kind of like, I guess, almost like puppet that CGI version of him. So, who acted and they just put his face on. That's kind of weird. I like it though. 
You like it? I do. No? I do. No problems with that? Not really. I mean, maybe I have to think about it more. My knee-jerk like, reaction is, is I like, like it. this is like the, like, like, you know, uh, a domino, like, there's I think be... that's kind of a cool thing. I mean, maybe, again, this is one of those things I may sleep on and then, like, Zom- come to my senses. Of zombies, like, that's... I reserve the right to change my mind. However, for now... I, there's something I think kind of cool about the idea that we could bring back classic actors, you know, as long as their families are fine with it, of course, and they're being well paid. How about paid. the actors today? They're looking for work. Right. But how cool would it be to see another movie with somebody like Marilyn Monroe or, oh, you're making a face. No. I, guess, I guess not. No. Or um, people who were gone too soon, like River Phoenix. Like, that would be cool to be able to bring them back. No. But who's making the decisions for them that they want to be in this movie? And who's making the decisions for them that they would have made in terms of acting? Where, that's where true. Where does the money go? Yeah, that's true. And how can we say, like, this is a River Phoenix performance when somebody's manipulating the facial expressions? That's a good point. Okay. See? I could come around. So. I like it in theory. I'm not so sure in practice. I mean, for him, I was, I was just like, you could just done, like, some, some makeup work on a... A real actor. Right. Like a recast. Look similar. Like they do in, in soap operas. And it would have taken me out as much as. See, yeah. When, when New Hope CGI. started and I saw the guy, I was like, well, wait, what, 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 what happened? And I was, I didn't understand. Obviously, I knew something had gone with Carrie Fisher because everybody knows Carrie Fisher. Now I've met her. And. Well, the problem was that one is the, the very last scene. So. Yeah. It's the last thing you see before the credits come up. So you're just like, oh, no, you know? Oh, no? Can you just have her talk, like, just have her back to us? And She, she says, only said one line, though. Is it that bad? But she, like, turned towards the camera and she's like, like, her face. Right. Is- I know. It was a full-on shot. And it was like a voluptuous shot of her face. Like, they didn't, like, skimp on it. So that didn't, you, that didn't bother you at all? No. Especially because she's still alive and she obviously approved this. I don't know. It's a little too... Were you weirded out in Benjamin Button when they CGI the shit out of Brad Pitt's face to make him look young again? Um, This is the same thing. As Carrie Fisher, maybe, yes. But not as Grandma Tarkin. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma Tarkin is a different thing. But I'm talking about Carrie Fisher slash apparently Benjamin Button. Uh, I thought that movie was creepy too, but that's a whole <laughs> different <did>. story. <laughs> that's true. Um, what? So, um, <laughs> what? I'm just mem- remembering back when we saw Benjamin Button. Sorry. Um, who was your? So, who was your favorite character in the movie? Probably K. K S two O. Yeah, the they robot. called him K for short. So yeah. <laughs> so you loved. So wait a minute. So what so you loved I about love the movie? You. The CGI recreations and the robots. <laughs> Those are your favorite parts. I like sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Both right. of the part of the filmmakers and apparently the robot. So I had to pull up the cast list to remember everybody's name. So there's. Oh 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 oh! And ninja ninja Asian man Asian ninja man, him too. <laughs> I like them both. Um, They're my favorite. <laughs> I would have watched a whole buddy movie with just them. Oh my god! Can we sure. do another Star Wars story? Because these are, are apparently standalones. Yeah, with where it's just 
Asian Ninja Man uh-huh. and K K K S two O. Yes. Can uh, <laughs> can Asian Ninja Man's friend <laughs> come along? Yeah, I guess he has to. So yeah, it could be a buddy movie. So we'll have uh, Don. So Sharut is it Sharut? I don't know. Is Asian it Asian Ninja Man? As Chrissy calls him, <laughs> that's great, Chrissy. Uh, and then his his friend uh, is named Bays Malbus. That's a pretty badass name. My name is Bays Malbus. Here to fuck you up. I'm here to watch my friend Asian Ninja, Ninja Man, Man and like steer him <laughs> in the right direction. Um, and then KS2O. Uh, I would I would watch the shit out of that. That'd be a great movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. When they had. Each 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 of those characters had kind of like a hero moment there at the end. We're just like, oh man, if you're gonna have to go, especially Asian Ninja Man, yeah, because he had to pull out his line. Do you remember the line that he did several times? I'm one with the force. The force is with me. So proud of you. I said that earlier in the podcast. That's awesome. We were talking about masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he pulls that line out um, and has his his hero character death. And I'm just like, oh man, that's a sad death. Man. My heart. I also kind of feel like it wasn't like a death by justice. Where like somebody who's a big character gets like a big honorable death. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe you'll argue otherwise. You wanted more honor. Yeah, I wanted to be a bigger deal than it ended up being. Like, like, oh fuck, that happened. He just got hit by the nun. Wait, I keep okay. By the way, no, but he pulled the lever. I know he pulled the lever. Lots but, like, of pulling of right, levers. Right, but that's right. And but then after he pulled the lever, the pew pew or not the pew pew. <laughs> that's so in both movies. Because no. he had some some. Because <laughs> he likes to do sound effects work. Uh, with his, with the, so the guns in Star Wars, they don't. Everybody go, they, describes them as pew 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 p e w pew pew pew. pew. Not, but what do you describe them as? I don't know if I can do it now. Chong 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 chong. That's what it sounds like. It sounds more like it's going chong 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 chong. Wow. What? Chong 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 chong. That's the guns? Yes. All right. Take it out of whatever context you're thinking of it as and really think of just just the letters and just the sound. Chung, 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 chung. That's what it sounds like. Not pew, pew, pew. I guess I was just sad for them. Like, they made it to Bahama Star Wars. They were there. <laughs> Such a nice vacation Spring. spot. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and I had to die. Like, shield. Also... Let me ask you a question. Okay. So you, you're, this guy, he obviously built or helped plan these Death Stars. And then they took the the blueprints and put them in this data tower of. Records, hall of records. I I was like, it's like they have a data tower of floppy disks and like. (laughs) The heroes have to go to the the data data tower floppy disk, find the correct floppy disk amongst all the floppy disks. I just thought of it as then, a supercomputer library, and then take the other take the floppy disk you want to a um a a a place to transmit the 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 data off that floppy disk. Well, I mean the first to a ship yeah. through a portal through a cord. 
a portal. <laughs> they had a cord. They had like a cord. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they had a scene where like the cord, it wasn't long or enough. It wasn't long enough. I was like, oh boy, it is he- heading to 1977, isn't it? <laughs> but when they... The fact that they spent so so much time at the floppy disk tower, I was like, man, these floppy disks are important. So this is the funny thing, like it was it was floppy disk in like a safe inside of a safe inside of a safe, not like you can just access it amongst the other floppy disks. Well, I get I get why he did that though, because if you put it in a safe inside of a safe inside of a safe, it's not inconspicuous. Where if it's just like one of like a million files, it disappears within the million files. I mean, also this is like a supercomputer library. It's almost like. Back if you needed something on microfiche and you had to go look through all the microfiche to find the right microfiche. microfiche. Yeah. And then you had to pull it up and put it in the microfiche reader. This is a lot like that. And also, this happens right before the 1977 movie, so it kind of makes sense that the technology is older and not quite... Although, here's the part that I have with it, a problem that I have with it, because it is a little bit... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a, There's discord. Uh, because so much of the mechanics of the movie like the fact that they were able to move up move down like move the little thing to get the right file you know there were so many things that were seemingly advanced in terms of technology that i was like so wait a minute let me get this straight you have this cool little robot arm that you could move things with and like a whole computer program to like program where you wanted to go and yet you're using floppy disks like that was my problem and a cord yeah how do they know to do that like that's it was dichotomous. I, that's when I would have been like, I'm one with the force and the force with me when I'm looking for the floppy yeah, disk right? with my mechanical arm things. So that's what I mean. That, it was dichotomous. It was like you had like advanced technology my and question then super is if not you advanced. If you have like a super important floppy disk tower, why, like do you, CD, by the why do you put it on Bahamas planet? Why don't you put it on like the volcano lava planet so it's uh, surrounded by stuff? Because I have a feeling that as... What's his face? Nobody K- wants to go there. K three PO, not three PO, but K. What's his face? S something would K2SO, tell you. S O. Thank you. Whatever. He's your favorite character. You haven't even learned his K2SO. name. K two S O. He would tell Nobody you know your second favorite character's name either. He would tell you that the odds are unfavorably high that on Lava Planet, Lava would likely get to the message and dis- disrupt it, and it would be bad. Well, they had that other, but they had a castle on no, no. Lava Planet. No, 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 no. Yes, they did. It belonged on the super chill planet where nobody fucking cares what's happening because they're probably all high as fuck. <laughs> oh, that's when the four doobies come in? <laughs> yes. Four doobies up. <laughs> you know who there wasn't enough of in this movie who I thought there would be more of? Who? Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Do you know who he played? Do you know who that is? Yeah, he was like the warlord, but not really. He was like the ex-rebel he's the, militant so he's guy. He's the other guy, so... It was almost like where in the world is Galen Urso and and this guy Saul Guerrero? Or Saul, so yeah, Saul Guerrero. He sounds like a baseball player. He sounds like a and now a batting number thirty three, Saul Guerrero. But I guess I thought, and this is another way of like a movie where you see the trailer and several scenes of the trailer, and not even the movie. But he's like a big part of at least one of the trailers where he's like. What are you gonna do? You have to fight. What will you become, or something like that? I'm like, where's that like really where's rousing that speech that I assume was for Jen in this movie, and they didn't even have it. I hate it when movies do that. They take things that end up on the cutting room floor and they put it in trailers. Instead, he was like this weird guy on one of these A planets who, who sounds like her. he didn't trust many people. He had this weird like 
psychic penis monster with tentacles. Um, yeah. Who he he took he took the who we literally one, saw once and never again. Well, they took the so what was that guy's name? The one character, uh, the pilot, Bodie Rock. Talking about cool names, I remember oh Bodie God. Rock's name because that's. His Can you name imagine is in Rock. any other thing other than this movie, he'd be like, "I'm Bodie Rock. What up, man?" Well, he got he got like uh, um, molested by the psychic penis tentacle he monster, did. and then he never the you're same. like, "Oh, he's totally gone." But like he the like the scenes afterwards, it seemed like he was gonna be like wiped, but all of a sudden he's like back and like piloting the ship. And he stuff. did. He was like a computer that needed a reboot. He was sitting there and they just kept telling him, you're a pilot. He's like, I'm a pilot. <laughs> and they were like, no, really, you're a pilot. And he's like, I'm a pilot. And then eventually he was like, what did they I'm call- a pilot. I'm a pilot. I'm a pilot. And like he came back. <laughs> what did they call Keanu for this role? <laughs> I'm Bodie Rock. That would be, uh, oh my God. Was there ever a better Keanu Reeves character name than Bodie Rock? If anyone deserves to be somewhere in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> if they're going to start doing like a Star Wars film every year, can we get some Keanu Reeves in this bitch somewhere? Like, oh I God. could totally see him with a lightsaber. Cool. He would have been an amazing Bodie Rock. The guy who played it did well. Well, but- I don't think Bodie Rock had a lot to do other than get assaulted by the. But can you imagine that whole thing after he gets assaulted by the penis guy? Or, and then afterward, he's just like, I'm a pilot. Like, it would have been amazing. I could fly. I'm a pilot. <laughs> See, back to Independence Day. <laughs> Randy Quaid could have played it. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, man. We're enjoying ourselves too much. Oh, what else did you like about this movie, Chris? Uh, Michael G. Kino's uh, score is pretty awesome. Yes, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because there were several times where I was like, is this Kino, John Williams? Kino. And then I was like, no, I don't think it's John Williams, but I'm vastly enjoying this score. Like, this is good. And and I I actually noticed it. I'm like, this is the man who scored our kids' birth videos, Chrissy. Don't even get me started. I'm going to cry right now. We have some music from Star Trek and uh, Lost. Not like the stuff. actual birth, by the way. Not like gross, but... But afterward, when we brought them home from the hospital, yeah. or not not Camden, just Brooklyn, uh, Justin like took video of like the first six days of her life, basically, and scored it to the Star Trek soundtrack. And I can't see it without crying or imagining myself dying, basically. I'm like, I know I'm alive. I made it because here I am, but I'm so sad. I love it. I'm tired. I don't know. So, and apparently he didn't have a lot of time to work on that score. So, wow. I thought he did a pretty good job. Impressive. Some rousing, rousing music in it. Um, so other than we're talking about favorite scenes, um, I'd probably have to go with, like I said, Asian. What, what do you what do you call him, Chris? Asian Ninja Man. Asian Ninja Man, where he kicks ass for the first <laughs> time. The the um, it's a pretty good scene. That scene, and then the last uh. Last like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. The Last movie. twenty Inc- minutes for me, including and this is probably the one scene where I know Chrissy knew that I was probably like jizzing all over myself was uh, Darth Vader's last scene. In this oh, movie. Darth Vader came on and you like openly gasped. <laughs> like we're sitting in this crime movie with children, and all of a sudden just that goes, scene though. I know it just goes. Oh my gosh! 
when that when it's like dark and the red the red lights that came out, especially because I've been waiting, I was like waiting for some prime lightsaber action. That whole scene, I was like, I think I blacked out. Like I blacked out for a second and like came back to. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, this is amazing. Basically, like, this, it's this probably a good thing that you were sitting because if you would have been standing, you would have been like Will Ferrell with the erection in uh, what's it called? Anchorman. Um, Anchorman. Yeah, you were just like. Like you couldn't believe that this was happening before your very eyes. It was amazing. It was great. It was a good like scene. Going down that hall and just like force choking and slicing people. I enjoyed any time Darth Vader was on. He's screen. going after the floppy. I was like, ah, oh, the floppy's still in play. Yeah. Like, let's get the floppy down. The- oh my god, Joss. Anytime Darth Vader was on. Yeah, you're right. Those were all good vignettes, and I'm like, oh man, this is great. Um, I also enjoyed the last 20 minutes, like you, and. I actually uh, enjoyed the sequence of after What's-His-Face, not Kaser from Big Brother, but what's-his-name, K-something. Come on, help me out. Jen's counterpart. Oh, Cassian. Yeah, not Kaser. <laughs> Sorry, Kaser from Big Luna. Brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who, it's weird, he was in um, Ichumama Tambien. Oh, okay. So, do you remember that movie? Sure. <laughs> we watched that from the podcast. Did well. we? Yeah. Oh. About the the two like young guys that go on like that road oh, trip with the older woman. We did watch that remember? movie. That was like two apartments ago. Yeah. I remember that movie. Yeah. He was, um, he was one of the, the kids. In that movie. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, no, I I enjoy that whole sequence where uh, Asian Ninja guy is like, is he a killer? Because darkness in the force you know seems to envelop somebody who's about to kill and i was like oh no and then like he went up there to his little sniper point and the robot's like oh but his gun was in sniper position and then he gets up there and obviously everybody and their mom follows him to see what's going on and then you see the fight that ensues i actually enjoyed that sequence too yeah yeah it was okay he was okay he was okay i enjoyed the sequence um, you know what I liked about this movie though just even though like we say he is okay and we like imagine Keanu Reeves in the other part I enjoyed the diversity in this movie it oh, wasn't yeah. a whole bunch of white actors doing white actory things like it was a whole bunch of of people of color and people who are not white and women and I, I enjoyed that whole aspect of it it's nice even though I had issues with some of the things Jin said and maybe some of her you know character analysis I love having a female strong lead just like we had with what's her face in the force awakens. Um, and it's, it's about fucking time. Like, thank you. Thank you. What's his face? George Lucas. <laughs> Everybody's what's his face. I don't know. <laughs> what's her face? The ugly one. I don't know. Oh man. Um, so what, so what would you, so overall, I think we, we really liked, um, rogue one. Yeah. We give it an A. A? I mean, for sure, right? I'd probably give it a Ray. I was trying. I was actually thinking about it because I was like, "How many movies have I seen in the theater? Number one, and how many new movies have I seen this year? Like, if I were to have to do a list of my favorite movies, like new movies that came out in 2016, yeah, I was like, that list isn't too long. You haven't seen many. We haven't seen many. So pretty much everything a lot you've of seen Disney gets movies. on the list. I was like, I've seen a lot of <laughs> Disney movies. I've seen this. I've Moana. seen uh, Moana. Uh, Pete's Dragon, uh, yeah, S- Captain America: Civil War, another Disney-owned property. Um, 
<laughs> so I was like, my top 10 list is like the top 10 Disney movies of the year. <laughs> um, but Rogue One would definitely probably be very high on that list. Um, like I said, I, I cried. I came almost. I grabbed Chrissy's arm, gasped. Not while he was coming, I by the way. I want to come, go back and then see it again. So um, nice. Definitely we'll give it a day. Cool. So quickly, Chrissy, why did you lie to me about saying that you've seen Star Wars? I didn't lie to you. No, but like, you know what this podcast you is asked, about. And okay. I said, I was like, we need to watch like the movie. I'm like, hold on, hold on. The whole when you movie, ask me, first back. of all, wait, when you ask me like, have you seen, wait, you've seen Star Wars, right? My answer you was. Say, I've seen pieces. That's not what you no, said. You said years yes. ago when you first asked me that, I've said, yes, I've seen like, okay, when I was in high school and those movies came out. Um, the, what we know now to be like episodes one through three. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw two of the three of them in the theater with my high school friends and I can't remember anything about them. Like I saw them. I know I saw them. You saw like the re-release? Yes. Of which one? The, the episodes two and three. Oh, so Empire Strikes Back and... No, 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 no. Two and three. Oh, the prequels. Yes. Oh. And so I like... I don't remember anything about them other than Natalie Portman was in them and that it was Anakin Skywalker growing up. Like that's, and I, I never saw the first one with me. So annoying. I never saw that guy. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Okay. But I, I saw the, the latter too. Um, and I remember being like, meh, don't see what the big deal is. Whatevs. And then yes, at people's houses or whatever they'd put on what we now know as episode Star four. Wars, Star Wars proper episode. My mom four, put it on for me when I was hope. a kid. I'd, and then I always lost interest. So like I'd see like a bit and then I'd go and do something different and that would be it. Um, so I felt weird ever saying like I didn't see it because I'd seen parts of it. Like there was a, one scene. In fact, we were watching it tonight where you were like, oh, pay attention. This part's really important. I'm like, oh, I know what happens here. And I like explained it to you and you went, oh, you saw that. I was like, see, I told you I've seen pieces of it. Read but, the Golden Book. Um, no, I didn't read the Rode the, the book. Ride at Disneyland. Yeah, I, I rode the ride. That's true. Actually, no, I haven't even. You took Brooklyn on the ride, and you read her the Golden Books. I'm, I'm, I'm like an outsider here. I just live here. So, as the last person to finally see A New Hope, well, what did you think? Uh, it wasn't whole- as good as Rogue One. Um, okay. I enjoyed it more for Darth Vader than anything else. Like, I kind of wish he would have won in a way. Is that weird? I don't know. It might be bad, but. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think why. Fascist. Well, no, not not a fascist. But do you know Dark why? Heart. I can't believe I'm an imperialist. But do you know why I was kind of like, man, Darth Vader might be better than everybody? Is because first of all, like, I don't know. I didn't fall in love with any of the protagonists. Like, and I don't mean like love, but I mean like I didn't fall in love. I wasn't following. I wasn't rooting for them. Like Leia, great. I'm glad to have a strong female character again. Um, but she wasn't in it enough. And when she was, it was she was more annoyed with her male counterparts than anything. Um, Harrison Ford, don't get me wrong, liked a swagger, but you know, same sort of thing. Like he's in it for the money. He's not even in it for the cause. Luke is a whiny fucking bitch. He's a little bitch. And I couldn't stand him to be honest with you. Every time he opened his mouth and did anything else, I wanted, I was actively rooting for him to fail. I'm like, just, just stop. Just shut up. Just, just go away. Nope. Nope. We're done. Nothing to see here. So couldn't root for him. Um, that left Obi-Wan. And half the time, I didn't understand Obi-Wan's motivation for doing anything. I kept asking you. I'm like, what is he doing? Like, why is he doing? Why is he just like walking around like, no big. Just run into me, Darth Vader, or anybody else on the ship. Like, how about the stormtroopers? I'm just going to walk around. Cool. That's nice. And 
So it was hard to root for somebody for who in my head was making dumb choices. And then apparently he like he dies. I don't know what. Did he just sacrifice himself? Like for what? Whiny Luke? I don't understand. So things like that did not aid in my overall enjoyment of it. And I rooted for Vader as a result. Respect. Respect. Okay. <laughs> Care to add to anything? Um, Subtract. <laughs> I pretty much agree with a lot of what you just said. Um, definitely Luke being a whiny bitch. Oh my I God. mean, does he get better? We'll have to watch Empire Strikes Back uh, sometime in the near future. And uh, does he get better? Uh, he gets worse before he gets better. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Aren't you glad you, you, you? So now you watch this one, and obviously there's Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And then that leads to how we saw him at the end of Force Awakens, where he was like, looked like he was weathered, constipated, slash weathered, slash pissed off that she was there on his, you know, secret island, basically. Yeah. So now you know. Cool. I also thought he got a lot of undue praise from people like Obi Wan and who were like, yeah, Luke, use the Force. Or like, you did it. You're so great. I'm like, man, this boy just showed up from his desert farm, which, by the way, desert farm? I don't know. And it just it was like, whatever. I mean, I really want to drive the fighter pilot, but I really want to be one. Just, you know, I don't want to put on the helmet because I can't see right when you put on the helmet. And then, like, he just went on and apparently kicked us because everybody was like, but, but Luke, the force is with you. You are the force and it's in your blood. He's like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. This is blows. And he just, I, I don't know. He didn't earn anything. You really did not like Luke. I was really annoyed. <laughs> and again, I like Leia, but I just wish she would have been in it more and driven more of the plot because she had the opportunity to, especially now with Rogue One being preceding this, like being given the goods, she could have been more like a djinn in terms of you know moving the plot forward as opposed to being like a vessel for for the message and and then apparently a counterpart to Harrison Ford. I like Han Solo a lot more than you do, apparently. I like Han Solo. Um, but that's because I'm, you know. No, I like him. I'm not disliking him. I guess I like him the better than most people in the movie. Again, we've talked about this before in the, 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 show, the podcast, but as a kid, I was a big trilogy guy, but I was Back in the Future, Indiana Jones, and then Star Wars. Oh, okay. yeah. So in general, yes, you're a bigger Harrison Ford fan than I um, but yeah, he, I was just kind of like, meh, okay. I will say this. If I would have seen this probably as a teenager in 1977, I would have been like, yeah, I would have been on board. Um, also, I mean, for many other reasons, the movie was very ahead of its time in terms of many of the things that it did. So contextually speaking, if I would have seen this when it came out, I would have been probably a lot more into it. But, you know, let's be honest, the bar is higher now. It's 40 years later. And, you know, especially coming off the heels of Rogue One, which I thought was great. This was slightly disappointing by comparison. Yeah. Just by time period, I guess. Yeah. Um, Chrissy not only does uh, good beep boop impressions, <laughs> he also do a pretty good uh, Chewbacca impression. Oh, do I? Go ahead. Uh, that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I choked. <laughs> Try again. Uh, no, something's wrong with my throat. I think I'm stuffed up. Can't do it. One more time. 
<laughs> nope. It's not happening tonight. <laughs> well, usually she has a pretty good Chewbacca impression. <laughs> Apparently not right now with this cold I've been weathering through. Right? Oh, my God. We've had such bad colds. I can't even. We're dying. Like, I'm sitting here surrounded by tissues on the couch, hoping I don't have to use them during the podcast. Boogers everywhere. The worst. Oh, man. That's my excuse. But, I mean, I'm what sticking can to be, it. Other than that Chrissy finally saw A New Hope, which I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I feel like I did after we watched Lord of the Rings, finally, um, and Harry which Potter. I don't remember any of, by the way. Well, that's why we're we're making a recording to as evidence <laughs> that this happened and that you saw this uh, finally. I really do feel, and actually, do you know what's really sad when this movie ended? Do you know what I thought? New Hope. Yeah. What? What? Do you know what I thought? Well, can't wait to see this again one day, and may, it's going to feel exactly like the first time all over again. Because unlike Rogue One, where I left that f- theater saying I want to be able to see this whenever it comes on TV again, because I know I need to absorb it more because I liked it. Yeah, this is one where I was like, meh. You want to see the next one though? Empire I mean, Strikes I feel Back? like now I have to, but I'm going to force you. When I left Rogue One, I wanted to see A New Hope. I left this going meh about whether I see Empire Strikes Back or not. Mm. Well, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. So. That's my mom's favorite too, which makes me feel like I have a lot to of see people's it. favorite. Yeah. So there you go. So like, I feel like I will, but again, this is the when I feel like if a new hope goes on TV, I'm not going to waste my time trying to watch it. Where if it's Rogue One, I will. Okay. So what would be your final grade for uh, a new hope? B. B. Yeah. And I'm and I'm I mean subjectively, I would give it a C. But I'm giving it an objective B because I understand, again, how, how ahead of its time it really was and how amazing the effects are and, and that it was, it was, um, it's, it set the precedent for so many movies thereafter. So I really respect it for a lot of reasons. Subjectively, I didn't love it, but. So know. basically, your perfect Star Wars movie would be Darth Vader, Darth Vader, the Darth Vader story starring Darth Vader. <laughs> No, it would be like Darth Vader versus super strong woman leader. Woman. Woman leader. Uh-huh. Like a composite of Ren and Jen. Ren and Jen. Is her name Ren? Which one? From uh, the other one. Yeah, yeah. Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah. I just realized they rhymed. And then as soon as they said it, I was like, I, now I'm second guessing myself. Is that real? Yes. So you gave it what? B. <sighs> This one's probably A minus for me. Yeah. A little dusty. Yeah. A little dusty. A little bit. But to, but again, really, let's take into context the fact that it's 40 years old. We're not even talking about something 20 years old now, guys. 40 years old. That'd be like us when we were growing up in the 80s and 90s watching something from the 60s and being like, wow, that's 20 years old. And that seemed really old. Can you imagine if we were in the 90s being watching a movie from the 50s and trying to evaluate it? Like, that seems insane. Have you ever seen a movie from the 50s? Yes. <laughs> All of well, them. Well, I ask that because we watch 80s movies. You're like, why would I... Why would I have watched this movie before? <laughs> because it's not Casablanca or a classic like that. You're having me watch things like <laughs> my bro made a robot in the basement and now it's going to like take over our lives and be our best friend. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's the one? Weird Science? Oh, 
Yeah, we have to watch that. <laughs> I digress. Don't laugh. It's a good movie. I digress. So, Chrissy, before we go, we've had several people leave uh, iTunes reviews for us. Oh, did they? Which is like gold. Seriously. It is like gold. Cash for gold. If you leave an iTunes review for us, we will... Mention it. Mention it on the show. <laughs> and I'd be very happy. Do some kind of... Justin will jizz in a theater, apparently. Sacrifice, you know? <laughs> jizz in the theater. <laughs> Just say You're close. <laughs> you could sponsor that, or you could... <laughs> um, so, uh, Berserker Guy... Uh, says, don't believe the negative reviews, says the headline. Five stars. We have negative reviews? You never told me that before. No. Remember we had the episode where we talked about that guy that left like a one-star review on our show? Oh, yeah. He did not like us. I forgot about him. But Berserk Guy does. He says, this is a great podcast. The concept is good. The quality is good. The content is good. If you're a film fan and like honest opinions on film without that newspaper review jargon in it, then check this podcast out. The hosts are having fun doing it, and I'm having fun listening. Five stars. Thank you so much for that review, first of all. Second of all, without the newspaper jargon, I've never felt like I've used my journalism degree less than I have right in this moment. We use big words good. (laughs) Dot com. (laughs) Berserker guy uh, from... um, uh, one of our uh, podcasts that we uh, talk to on Twitter, name uh, I think the Super Movie Bros. Woo-woo. Thanks, guys. Super Movie Bros. Um, Mike from the Grind Bin Podcast says, "Great podcast, great concept. Love the idea of the show. Justin and Chrissy have great chemistry, and there's a lots of laughs to be had. Highly recommend. Five stars. Aw, that gives me the warm fuzzies. Thanks, Mike. That's awesome. Thank you, Mike." Um, Jeff Mack from the Super PP Time podcast. <laughs> That's great. What do you think that podcast is about? Um, <laughs> I could draw a few conclusions. He says, uh, just getting into it, and I'm loving it. Chrissy and Justin are just as charming as hell. The show's funny, fun, and very chill. Love it. Yay! Be on our podcast, friends. If you're ever interested in guesting, uh, shoot us a PM. Thank you for that. That's awesome. And then, uh, actual listener, uh, actual, her name is Cheryl from the Drift and Ramble podcast. Another awesome podcast says, movie talk with a side of couples. Uh, I don't know what this says. I'm getting the therapy ellipsis. <laughs> if you geek out on movies and movie making, this podcast is for you. Chrissy and Justin draw you in with their playful back and forth banner that hit you with some very thoughtful insights about movies, actors, production tidbits, and other interesting factoids. Their easy exchange is fun to listen to and especially relatable for couples. Production quality also top notch. Well done, guys. Subscribed. Oh, that is the sweetest. Oh my gosh. This is Christmas came early. I feel like I'm at a Chrissy at a Leo movie. Um <laughs> You touching yourself over there? I'm not touching myself, but my heart is growing ten ten sizes uh, bigger. In my Just thanks, Cheryl, for that. Um and then last uh from the uh, Weird Science DC Weird Science uh podcast says Woo-hoo. geek greatness Justin and Chrissy are top notch and the podcast is awesome not only because of their chemistry but the great movies they pick gleaming the cube all the way to phantasm <laughs> awesome listen to one episode and you'll know what i mean five stars thank you for that and clearly Justin deserves all the credit for that review because he picks the movies 
Thanks, guys. Woo-woo. So, I mean, we just want to say thank you for anyone listening to this episode, any of our other episodes. Um, it was, a, what, five five reviews you read? Five? Four five, yeah. Because I think that is now equ- equitable to how many uh, re- listeners I said we have. So, what? Wow, all five of you left a review. That's amazing. Um, Totally. Like I said, uh, the iTunes reviews are, are basically like gold because the more we get, the the better we are visible on iTunes, and that's how most people we don't get buried in the deck access their pocket and find podcasts. So we really, really, really appreciate it. Um, but I was about to say, as we are like nearing towards the end of the year, um, it's just uh, we just appreciate anyone listening to our show and. Um, We've got some plans for different things in 2017. We've got a Christmas episode probably coming out uh, next few days late later this week before for the Christmas weekend. And uh, and not to get all heavy on you guys, but the really cool thing um, is that when Justin and I started this podcast back in 2009, it was a way to connect over. We we got married that same year. And over uh, something, apparently, if you listen to Justin that we both enjoy, apparently me for talking and Justin for movies. So I say that with fun and, and you know, playfulness. Sure, 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 sure. Are you saying you don't like talking? Uh, I mean, I never said that. Okay. So, and this was also Justin's grand scheme to get me to actually watch all the movies, you know, empirically, all the movies. That well, because I, I can't be like, hey, we seen. have this list of movies we want to see. Let's see them. You'd be like, eh. Probably. Let's, let's not. He's right. I'm like an excuse like, machine. We, I would find ways to We've got to watch this so it. then we can talk about it on our podcast. It's totally. Like, oh, okay. And I obviously we, we have all these running gags that are real throughout the years. Things like our kids interrupting us making any actual podcasts. Me falling asleep in 80% of the movies we watch and then having to be woken up because I'm apparently a 75-year-old woman trapped in a 30-something's body. So there are these things that we've been dealing with for several years. And we're so thrilled to have anybody uh, join us for the ride. And it's pretty cool that apparently several of you are doing it voluntarily. Thank you so much. <laughs> we really do appreciate you. We even were, um, I mean, we're obviously in December. We're trying to finally go weekly now every Monday with a new episode. Last week, Chrissy wasn't even around and we did a Christmas fantasy movie draft without her you did it and it was amazing i'm sad i couldn't have been there for it um so that i think that's something we're gonna try to do kind of on the regs um hopefully we can hopefully i can become a better moderator and uh host without chrissy you're a great straight man kind of flailing about without her you know try to be better um because that was super fun basically any chance that especially i can get to talk with Chrissy about movies, talk with other people about movies, um, whether it be on the podcast. And if you guys want to talk anything with me, apparently, like just talking, (laughs) politics, news, children, dogs. Just reach out to Chrissy. Find me. Justin's more on Facebook. Uh, I mean, on Twitter. I'm more on Facebook. You can find me. um, Look up Chrissy McQueen on Facebook. Chrissy, you know we have a Facebook page. You know, they can reach out to you on the Facebook Holy page. crap, they can. So I married a movie geek on Facebook. Um, we're on Twitter at Movie Geek Cast. Yep. You can find us on iTunes, on Podbean, on Stitcher, on all those places that people put their podcasts, basically. Yep. So we even um, have a, um, a Snapchat. We talk about this, but Movie Geek Cast. <laughs> we've, 
letting the good people know it exists. People are listening, Justin. They left us reviews. We have to, you know, <laughs> we have to cut the fat in 2017. The Snapchat <laughs> might be the first to go. Brooklyn will be disappointed. Um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, listening. Um, and we will see you next week. Happy holidays. Bye.